welcome back to the Total Focus Podcast. I'm your host, Paul. Our special guest of the week is a former national title holder for U.S. National Miss 2018. Michaela A. Bugis is on the show. What an incredible person. You are going to be so thankful that you listen to this episode. She is a pageant coach. She has won state titles. She's an incredible person. You're going to learn so much from her. Well-educated. She is pursuing everything. Uh, she's getting everything out of pageantry, and she's going for the next level. So listen to this episode. Be inspired and just See why you should do pageantry and get out there and live live your life. And welcome to the show. Hi. Well, I, I'm I've been having you on my wish list to actually interview you for a while. So it's so amazing to finally have you on the show. Um, it's it's just such a shame it takes such a um, um, pandemic. Yeah. To, <laughs> To make it feasible, I know that you're a very high demand uh, guest, and um, your schedule is really busy. So we really appreciate you coming on the show and um, giving a little bit of your wisdom and your background and everything. And we just appreciate it very much. No, I'm so excited. Thank you, Paul, for inviting me here. Oh no, I I appreciate it very much. So when you were starting out in your pageant life. Was the pageants the first thing you started out doing, or um, did you get into sports or ballet or athletics? Like, what was your your goal, and what was the reason for doing it? So I actually um, started with modeling. So um, I'm a Filipino-American. I was born in the Philippines. So at about six months old, um, my parents got me involved with um, print modeling. And then at four years old, I started runway modeling for um, some of the largest malls, um, organizations, as well as brands in the Philippines. Um, I did come into the United States when I was uh, 10 years old in 2005. And about uh, two years, no, actually, it was about a year after that, um, my mom received a letter in the mail for National American Miss. And I remember um, being so interested in it. My dad was very apprehensive. Um, He thought that pageants were like toddlers and tiaras here in the United States. He really didn't know what to think. So my mom actually signed me up for NAM um, secretly. And then about two or three months before the pageant, she uh, went um, She went to my dad and was like, hey, by the way, we need to uh, start shopping in for uh, gowns and wardrobe because she's doing a pageant. So ever <laughs> since uh, 2007, um, that's really where I started with National American Miss, and my whole life has changed ever since then. Well, um, going back to when you were just a baby doing some modeling, um, is your mom um, a retired model? Did is that how you, your mom got you and your parents got you into modeling or they just decided to do that because they thought you were so cute? Did you ever get an <laughs> idea? Like, what, what, what's the story behind that? So that's actually a really good question. So it wasn't actually my mom. It was my dad. Gotcha. So um, both of my parents are registered nurses. They actually met in nursing school. But um, during then, my dad was actually a model. Um, so this was a lot when he was about 
pounds and pounds lighter than what he is right now. But that's how he got involved with my dad was a model. And he also um, was a host and an MC for so many different shows as well. So he was really the person that got my foot into the door as well as um, he's my pageant coach right now. In fact, whenever I'm preparing for a pageant, my dad is the one person I reach out to not just for interview and personal introduction, but also for the walking. So my setup is a little bit different, but my mom throughout this whole thing is still so supportive of everything. So do you have more of a pageant dad than a pageant mom? Oh, for sure. Yes. <laughs> like if you um, here in Florida, especially, or if you know me personally, you'll definitely be able to see a lot more insight that my dad is the one person that gets involved with everything. He's super hands on. He's the one that not only helps me choreograph the routines, but at the same time, he also helps me design my wardrobe, earrings. Uh, he also has like the last say with hair and makeup. For example, whenever I come down from the hair and makeup room, he's always the one person that goes, yes, do this or have them change this. So my dad is the number one pageant dad I've ever met. But sometimes he tries to pretend that he's a lot more low key than he is, but he really is my 100%, my biggest supporter in pageants. Is that weird um, sometimes to have a dad that is such into fashion and um, or is that just so you know, do you find do you like that do you like that because sometimes this is like a mother daughter thing right so I actually think um so in the beginning he used to try to keep it more so in the uh, down low simply because he didn't he thought it was a little bit weird but as we got more involved with pageants we realized that there's so many pageant dads out there that are so involved the good thing is is that even if my dad um, is a pageant dad, as you, I guess you can say. My mom also at the same time is also super involved. Um, she's more so in like the planning aspects, the uh, financial and everything. So even if I have a pageant dad, I also have a pageant mom, I think. But it's what makes my whole family and I so much closer. And I appreciate having both of them very involved in my pageantry. Well, it's always good to have both parents on the same page. You know, it's, it's really hard to um, compete as a young as a young kid, if, if both parents are not on the same page. So you clearly right. have an advantage over um, some contestants that uh, have that challenge. So, Right, no, exactly. I think um, it's super nice, and I think that having their support throughout this whole thing um, really does give me an advantage because I feel like I get that mental, emotional, and physical support from them, and especially financial, yes, you can say, um, not just leading up to the pageant, but especially a pageant weekend. Do you remember modeling at a young age? Do you, what, what's that experience like? So yeah, modeling, um, I have memories from it, but I think a lot of that comes from me watching the home videos and um, whatever kind of pictures that we still have. But yeah, modeling at a young age, I thought, um, what do you call it? was really, really fun. I guess you can say in the Philippines, pageantry there and modeling is such a big thing. So um, there it's more so if you ever heard about it, how in like Latin America and in Asian countries, pageants is such a big deal. It literally is people's bread and butter. It really is like that even when I was growing up. So um, even at four years old, modeling was very intense. I guess you can say like the trainers and the uh, modeling coaches that I had um, really trained me very rigorously. And I think that that really helped teaching me like the very basics, um, how to make sure that I have my head held high or practicing and really perfecting my arms. That for me really was started a great foundation to where I am right now. And I'm just so thankful. Do you think um, they're more superior than how they teach young kids in America? Or do you think they just do things differently? I think 
differently would be the right words. I don't necessarily think it's like superior, but I think what it is is that they're, they're a lot more um, rigorous, I guess. Um, so just like how you, you see it, I think when you hear about it, like, oh, in Latin America, they start uh, kids wearing like high heels, um, even at like the age of five or already fully training them. So they take it there differently, but I definitely can say that the training that people have here in the United States is just as good. Well, you know, it's good to always have um, different opinions on how to train people. If we trained everyone exactly the same way, then um, you wouldn't have a diversity in the talent pool. So maybe that's just a, um, it has an an advantage for you because you have a different style that you've been uh, trained in from the beginning. So, Right, right, right. And that's what I appreciate here, too, as a um, pageant coach myself. I love being able to see different coaches' um, styles, different trainings, and different ways that they attack pageantry because I really do think that everybody has a different thing to offer. And I love being able to hear about the, um, the diversity and the different tactics that people have here. So you moved here at 10, right? Yes. So what was that experience um moving from your home country to America and then having um, to adapt both in school and then I did, did they transition into the modeling at that point or did you just did they want did they have you just go to school and do the, be a normal person for a little bit <laughs> yeah so yeah coming here when I was 10 years old um, modeling wise, I didn't actually do any modeling at that point. Um, the whole transition process as a whole was very stressful. So a lot of it was just being able to transition into the uh, school system. And in fact, when I got here in 2005, I re- we originally landed in Jacksonville. So we lived there for about two months. Two months later, we moved to uh, Newport Ritchie, which is by Tampa. So I guess you can, uh, like with that alone, you can definitely see that we were still trying to figure out the whole process. I'm trying to still um, work things work things out, learn kind of how different the culture is here. So growing up and moving here into the United States was um, very difficult, I guess you can say, because in the Philippines, you know, you have different cultures and different way of life. For example, um, we had a lot of help there as well as relatives that were able to um, what do you call it? Give my parents a hand whenever they needed it. So here in the United States, we were a lot more independent, and we definitely needed to learn. Um, the way of life here. Now, do you have any siblings as well? I do. So I'm actually the oldest of one brother and one sister. My brother actually lives here with me at the University of Florida. We share an apartment together. And my sister attends uh, University of Central Florida in Orlando. My family and I are very, very close. My siblings and I are only about a year apart. And with that, it really has given us the opportunity to be a lot more closer. And we're just a crazy bunch. We're very, very close. We we were one of those very weird siblings that choose to spend 24-7 with each other, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, I, no disrespect, and please don't take it this way. Is <laughs> it um, um, just off the boat, the ABC television show, is there any kind of like <laughs> similarity just to like, um, you know, this is my call, like, you know, you can take your culture and put it in. Would, would that kind of be like how thing like that's America and like, this is our culture and we're going to do things our way. Is that cause it, you have, they have three kids too. You know, did you have a grandparent as well come with you or. 
That's actually really, really funny. So, okay. so yeah, that I've seen a couple of episodes, I mean, a couple of episodes and clips from that. Um, one of, I will say one of those big similarities, I believe they had like the scene about the uh, dishwasher and how, uh, Asians don't actually use it and we only use it as like a dry rag. That's exactly how we use it. But what makes it, I think. Oh, that's like, makes- that's not a joke. That's like being serious. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's oh. Actually, so, yeah oh. that is super funny. It was, we actually don't really use it, but I will say that coming in here, we definitely wanted to integrate both so my parents growing up wanted to make sure that we had the best of both worlds so they still kept the very traditional values of the filipino culture where um, we're very family oriented they wanted us to keep us making sure the academics was always at the top and so little things like traditions like watching um, television shows which are Filipino, um, the food, we still kept in touch. However, my parents also wanted to make sure that we um, jumped into the American culture, which is um, a lot more independent, making sure that we also spend time with fam- uh, with friends and also driving as well. So I definitely can say, just like Hannah Montana, growing up, I had the best of both worlds. Well, you know, it sounds like you had a mixture of both, so gives you a better opportunity to be a more well-rounded person. Sometimes Americans um, aren't as well-rounded because they don't have the opportunity to travel. And just because um, you had the opportunity to be uh, grow up 10 years in another country and then come to the United States gives you that background. So it automatically gives you that heads up that most Americans don't have. So um, it sounds like you've taken advantage of that. Right. It really, I really have. I think that, you know, growing up, being able to see those different cultures gives me an idea of the good and the bad of both. And I've just been so fortunate not to just have amazing parents that helped raise me into the person I am today, but also having the family and the friends and even the neighbors help us transition into that as well. So 12, is it 12 when you guys decided to do your first pageant? So it was 11. 11. So I was 11 years old in 2007. Okay. And how was that experience? And, and um, what did you learn from it? So with our very first pageant, it was actually quite funny because we had absolutely no idea um, exactly what to do. It was very funny because we ordered everything from the Philippines. So wardrobe-wise, I think, I think looking back in it, we, we, we were doing kind of the right thing. However, for example, um, the routines, the personal introduction that we whipped up about at 4 a.m. during the morning of personal introduction competition. And, um, for example, the shoes was quite funny. It was because we had these like white shoes ordered and my parents were like, oh my gosh, like here people have rhinestones and it's shiny. So it's actually really funny because what they did was they went to a, well, not just them. I actually went with them, but we went to Walmart and we got those like sticky scrapbook mm-hmm. stickers, like those rhinestones from there. We got those and we put those on my shoes um, that very same night. So we, I guess like you can say clueless, but looking back in it, it's so funny. And I, we definitely learned so much lessons from it. And immediately the year after. After we got the DVDs, I can't, it's, it really isn't an exaggeration when I tell you that I think my family and I watched those and studied those DVDs 24-7 leading up to the very next pageant, which worked out really well because um, I was actually first runner-up amongst, I believe, 200 girls that very next year. And my sister actually won her very first pageant, which was National American Miss, and it was the uh, Florida State title. 
Whoa. So you have a you have your sister who's who's like kind of cheering you on, but competitive. But then you have yourself, uh, um, doing well as well. Well, that's that's even uh, more. Uh, that's something I didn't even know. So you had kind of like a double threat. They had to compete with both <laughs> of you guys. So that's, and you guys only a year apart. So she's competing in the same um, the same division. Oh. Then right. Well, so that's not, yeah. So that's actually one thing. So my sister, uh, my brother, and I are about a year apart, and they are a year apart. So my sister and I are about three years apart. So because of that, it actually works out super well because my sister and I don't actually compete with each other. So every single division that we've, um, I mean, every single pageant that we've been involved in together, she would be an exact division um, under me so it was super nice because we never had to compete against each other and it became more so of a um, mentorship and I was able to learn from her just as much as she was able to learn from me so they from the shoe the from the shoe story so it's not traditional to um bedazzle the shoes in <laughs> so we just actually I think what it is is that we just had no idea that that's what um what do you call it? That's what we expected people to have. Gotcha. So when we saw it, we were like, oh, we got to bedazzle it and all of this jazz. But looking back into it, I mean, like looking right here, I think, I guess times have changed. But um, definitely in the Philippines, they have all kinds of shoes now. But I think at that moment in our lives in 2007, we just didn't expect it. So we saw some of the people. We had to go straight to Walmart. No. Hey, you know, I think that um, thinking with your head and um, – Going with that route is a great idea because I would have I would have thought craft store, but you you guys um, that's <laughs> even better because um, all you have to do is peel and stick because with the peel and stick exactly. yeah because the other ones you have to actually use like glue or use like a staple to like pop them in so that's you know I think you guys are definitely wise <laughs> to, to go with that I'm seriously um, thank you you know because then if you want you can take them off and the shoe is still um, perfectly good you know it doesn't look like you know people won't judge you walking out in public to have rhinestones on your shoe you know <laughs> so well how did you um, place that first year so that first year i actually placed in the top 30 okay so, so that's not bad for like oh, no experience baby, I... like you know that's good right oh my gosh i can't even tell you how excited i was i was overjoyed in fact, I can vividly and I um, I can wholeheartedly say I remember this specifically. Immediately after that pageant is done, I ran to my parents and I said, oh my gosh, I want to do this again next year. And I, at that very same moment, I definitely know I caught the pageant bug. And I'm just so thankful. I think growing up and seeing all of those, for me, during those moments when you don't win or if you place or even if you don't place, those exact moments, I think, in life really make you a lot more stronger, gives you grit, and teaches you so many more life lessons than winning does. And I definitely appreciate it. And looking back at that top 30 placement, I was so excited, so grateful, and I was so appreciative that sometimes during moments when, um, during those big moments in my life, and I look back at my accomplishments, I go, you need to appreciate this because in 2007, at that your 11-year-old self, where you are right now would have been the absolute dream for her. And for me, looking back and putting myself in my shoes in 2007, I can definitely say it makes me a lot more appreciative and thankful of a person. Now, that was NAM or was that IGM? That was NAM. Okay. Now, does NAM give you scholarships as well? 
So Nam, um, so for there, so they give you uh, cash prizes that you can okay. use um, That's... any different ways. Yep. Hey, I'll take cash. You know, <laughs> you can use it for school or you can use it to buy a car. You know. <laughs> exactly. You can use it anyway. Right. Exactly. So that's cool. So, um, so you're you know you're starting to put that money. You gotta have money that you can put towards college. So, um, do you think that you'd be in the college that you are if it wasn't for all of the um, hard work you put into pageants? Like, do you think that you'd you'd be able to to afford the college that you dream to go to? So I think not necessarily with the money-wise. However, I think that pageants have given me the life skills and the determination, that competitiveness, and that drive to put me where I am today. I think that um, pageants has taught me the importance of community service. So for example, with college applications, I know that volunteerism and l- getting those hours that you need for a bright future scholarships and getting a college was important. But for me, it wasn't just a requirement in school. It was a way of life and pageants have taught me that. So even by freshman year, I already surpassed the 100 hours that they needed. Not only that, but with school, pageants have really taught me that if you set a goal for yourself, it's not just dreaming about it. You really need to make sure that you're putting in time and effort and preparation and 110% of your heart and effort into anything and everything that you do. And that's exactly what I've done, not only in pageants, but in my community service and in my academics. And I'm just so proud because I think that if it wasn't for pageants, I wouldn't have had those skills to put me not only to graduate with a bachelor's degree with my dream school at the University of Florida, but also to be right here right now pursuing my doctorate degree at the University of Florida College of Pharmacy. So pageants have given me those life skills, not necessarily the uh, money, even though the money was great, but I think that getting those values and getting those uh, determination, the drive and prioritization and star in my life has really put me where I am today. Well, you know, it's important that you take the skills and you use them. And clearly you've taken all the skills that you've learned in your short lifetime and you're using them. And it sounds like you're going to go out and help other people, um, especially in the medical field. So um, I hope to encourage you to do that. Thank you. I just wanted to take one second from this great interview and talk about our sponsor of the week, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions. No matter if you're planning a wedding, a special event, or you just need an amazing headshot, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422-3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can go just go right to their website at mavpp.com. Now let's get right back to the show and listen to this great interview. So your first year, you're in the top 30. The second year, you've really delved into doing research. You you just completely dive into the DVD. And I guess um, working with your sister gave her enough knowledge that she won her first title. How did you do, and what system did she, you know, uh, I, I know you said it, but would you mention again, what system did she win it in? Did you compete in the same system with her um, the next time you did a pageant? Yes, yeah, so that system was actually National American Miss. So 
I was in preteen, and she was in the junior preteen division, which is the 7 to 9 age group, while I was in the 10 to 12. So have you been in this particular system the entire time? So for that very, so I actually was involved with NAM basically from 2007 up until when I won my national title in 2015. I was involved in different pageant organizations uh, throughout those processes. Um, I was able to be the um, Royal International Miss National Junior Team in 2011. The uh, American Code, I was a national queen for them in 2010. And for IJM, I was a national queen with them in 2012. And then for or after NAM in 2015, I went into, um, for example, with the Miss High School America organization, as well as with the USA National Miss um, organization, where I was their national queen in 2018. Well, don't break all the whole story, you know, don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what, what, how did, how did your second year in the pageants, and what did you, what did you learn from that first year into your second year? Because you made specifically comment that you guys ordered all of your um, clothing internationally. Did you guys decide to um, make some local purchases and build some bridges? Um, it sounded like that 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 was that comment was made specifically. So, yeah. So for that one, actually, for the second year, what we did was we actually per so for myself, we purchased it locally. I can't remember specifically which exact store i just know i was in sarasota and it was this size 12 very vague red ball gown and we actually had it altered to fit a double zero dress it took a lot of work but i absolutely loved it and my sister's actually was her gown was ordered from the philippines so we learned our lesson to kind of take it not necessarily where but we just um took everything that we learned which was okay you need something that really showed off not just your skin tone and look good on you, but at the same time was able to stand out on stage with a design, but at the same time show your personality as well. So it just worked out that mine was, we were able to buy it from a local store, whereas my sisters, we had to specifically order those. Well, you know, finding that dress is so important. So as long as you feel confident in that dress, and it sounds like you found an altar that uh, made the dress the way you want it to be. And, found that um design as long as they can as long as they can make it small enough to to yeah, yeah you know that's all that matters so was that um was that shocking that they could take a dress so big and make it so small were you concerned that they weren't going to be able to shrink it like that so what i was actually really really surprised at was how fast it was i I didn't necessarily know exactly whether they can do it or not. I just know that this, um, the store owner told me that they had this amazing person that can do alterations. And actually growing up, that same alterations rate actually became one of our closest family friends. And we're so, so thankful we still have a great relationship with her. But I was so surprised with how fast it was done. I believe she did it in about two weeks' time. We, she had so much fabric to go through, and it looked absolutely amazing. And I think that... Those very same people, the um, alterations, the uh, store owners, every single one of those people, I think sometimes we tend to say thank you. We tend to forget about their role with our pageant journeys. But just with her, I know that we absolutely couldn't do not just that dress, but 
a lot of our wardrobe throughout the years it wouldn't have been possible if it wasn't for her well you know it's always good to have someone on your team that's really skilled in the categories that that score the most points and uh, make you feel the most confident so to have someone who's in the dress someone who's in the dress department um is is definitely like a, um you know a secret weapon right right exactly they're i feel like they're very underestimated but they're just so amazing and they do so so much um just looking at your photos um with all of your titles do you do you think that nam is just um a good pageant for people to start out at i mean there are so many awards that you can win and it seems like it's a great way for um a young lady to build their self-confidence because just if they don't win the uh state title or national title they still bring home other um subtitles or sub subs not the great word uh additional <laughs> titles that um could make them feel good right i actually re i actually really like that take with it no i think that nam is a great pageant system to start with i think that it really depends on what your future goals are or what your end goals so for example i know that a lot of people want to look into miss america um i know that there's other organizations out there that are great with outstanding teen or whatever kind of local pageants that are involved with i personally feel like you need to choose a pageant that fits your end goal or whatever different um events or skills that you want to improve upon for example whether you want to do um public speaking or improve your interview skills and find a pageant that has that or if you want to focus a lot on your talent or broadway also find a pageant that also specializes on those different organizations to me there's a pageant for everyone and you really just need to make sure that you find an organization that has the same categories competitions and at the same time values that you're looking for well what's the values that you really look for in the pageants that you've competed in because you've competed into three major systems right from what um, i can tell from what especially what you've said so um for me I, I can't really exactly remember how many major ones but i will say that uh categories and values wise i just want an organization that one really focuses on community service that's a very big aspect for my life but also at the same time i love organizations that support positive sisterhood any organization that has that where amongst the the contestants and different divisions that they support mentorship and organizations that really show that you're not just competing against each other but you're competing with each other and you're supporting and motivating each other i love those organizations that support that and with the pageants i have been involved with i definitely have been able to find those values as well so what's the uh secret dynamic of having um a sister that also does does pageants is it a competitive um streak that comes back and forth because you guys continue winning titles or um is it just simply you guys are rooting for each other or um you guys are just competing on you know on your own you guys really don't have you know it's just like an individual thing like what um how does that dynamic work for you guys so with my sister and i so we definitely are competitive with each other i guess you can say um 
we, we bring out the best in each other. We sharpen each other. So whenever we practice, we love being able to use each other's strengths and weaknesses and be able to help each other perfect those. And not only that, but I'm super lucky where my sister, even if we're three years apart, she's my best friend and she's my, um, to me, is my biggest role model. I love being able to learn from her. She motivates me and she uplifts me, whether it's simple, something as simple as shooting me a text and be like, hey, have you gotten this and this wardrobe or have you practiced this or have you been able to look at this or even being able to send each other videos of, of different um, on YouTube or different uh, clips of something that we find very interesting. My sister and I keep each other, not only um, we support each other, but at the same time, we also love being able to compete with each other and definitely try to um, bring each other's strength um, with each other. So I have to ask, What's the uh, story behind the Hollywood photo with you both walking down with your hands um, um, holding <laughs> with your titles? Is there a story behind that? So with that one, actually, it was really quite funny because a lot of people gave us the weirdest looks in Hollywood when we were walking with that. My dad actually took that picture. So it was very, very fun. I love that day. My whole family was there in Hollywood. It was my mom, my brother, um, of course, my sister and my dad. So it was super fun to have all of us. But that picture, I guess you can say, that means a lot to me because at that moment in our lives, we actually held national titles at this very same time. And I think that national titles are so prestigious. It's very hard to receive. And being able to have two national titles under one roof was something to be celebrated with. And we loved having that picture because now, obviously, we don't have those titles, but always having that memory and being able to look back at it and see our recognitions and our accomplishment really means a lot to me. Do you think that it's um, interesting or fitting or um, uh, rare that you have two sisters to win national titles alone at the same time and did you find that you know what was that exciting to you or or um were you just shocked that um that actually happened yeah so both um we were definitely shocked and excited i think that having national titles really just goes to show that these judges at that very moment, I, I'm a firm believer that different day, different set of judges, the results could be different. However, we were so fortunate that everything aligned, and not only with the judges, but also um, our luck, and at the same time that this was God's plan for us, worked out where we both had it, and I'm just so thankful. I think that when we have those national titles, you need to make sure that it's not just something that you take for granted, that even for us, when we had both of those at the same time, we still made the most out of it, so volunteering community service was something that we need to be maximized on but not only that but also uh, social media and reaching out to people we wanted to make sure that we were available and we were relatable enough for where girls from all across the country felt comfortable enough to reach out to us so yes it was exciting and it was fun it was shocking but at the same time we wanted to make sure that we didn't take those moments for granted is there something that you learned having a sister that had a national title? And do you think there's something that you taught her by having a national title? Yes. Yes. So I think that, for example, for me, I think 
I definitely taught Keisha about uh, using social media a little bit better. I love social media, and I think that's such a powerful tool to be able to reach so many people with a click of a button. You're able to share your message, spread positivity, and I was definitely able to teach her about using that a lot more. I wanted to show her that not only was it a great way to show selfies, her those photo shoot pictures was, but at the same time, it was a great tool to spread message and inspire people in a great way. Now, with her, she definitely has also taught me the importance of um, community service with my busy schedule. I'm someone being in college and in grad school, I don't have a lot of time. However, with her, she was able to teach me that making a difference in your community is something that you can do, whether it was donating or being able to um, spread, um, what do you call it, for example, events and volunteering organizations or whatever kind of things was involved in your community. She taught me that you can make a difference by sharing those or even something also as well as donation drives. To me, with both of us, I guess you can say, we're able to teach each other so many different things. And I think that that's something that a lot of people really need to learn is that it's not just um, you being older where you're able to teach the younger people, but at the same time, even the older people can learn so much from those who are younger than them. I mean, it's always good that you can reckon, you can recognize that you can learn something, especially when you're the older one and you're willing to um, recognize that your younger sister can teach you something. So that's um, it. Just shows how um, mature and um, well-rounded you are that you are willing to take advice, um, especially when she's won a national title. You know, some people might take that as being a threat. And um, you guys have taken that um, and made it into a powerhouse. I mean, I, I don't know yeah. anyone else that has a family that has two sisters with national titles. Um, so that that that's definitely a kudo thing. You know, whoever um, whoever is going to marry either of you guys, it's definitely going to have, um, you know, they're going to have some competition. They're going to have to compete, so, <laughs> you know, because both of the guys are going to um, have um, have to be a really good um, pairing, you know. That is so funny. That's a good take, Paul. I like that. No, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so you basically, I would say, um, graduated from junior miss, and you you decided to do um, uh, collegiate. Um, What was that experience? What what was that pageant? Because I know that's a um, very um, new pageant, so it doesn't have a a long liturgy. in the um, pageant world and what was your experience i know it's usually in orlando as nationals so did you enjoy that experience was it cool being the uh the state representative for the national pageant was did, did you, was that cool or nothing different for which pageant uh the college con- the col- uh collegiate collegi- the collegiate pageant yes so yeah miss collegiate america is actually the organization that i'm involved in right now so this one, this is actually held in Little Rock. This is actually held no, in Little Rock. No, I'm talking about the, 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 um, it, it has, you know, Miss, uh, Miss, um, uh, Miss High School, um, Miss, um, um, the High School America. Yeah, project. High School, oh, that was High School America. Okay. Because there's also a collegiate pageant too. Okay. So I apologize. Hey, the, the colleg- no, 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 you're great. So yeah, Collegiate America is actually, so this is the one 
I hold the title for. It's um, I'm the Miss Indiana Collegiate America, so it's actually an appointed title. So this one, their national pageant is in Little Rock, and that occurs at the end of June. Okay, cool. Um, but you had a title held in Florida from the. It was. It's a Miss Flo- Florida. Um, uh, collegiate is what I was talking about. Yes. So yeah, that's the one. That's also that's actually the very same pageant as well. So okay, it is. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. But, but their national pageant is held in Little Rock, and what makes that organization so great is it does so a lot of things with anti-bullying. So their national platform is actually called Brave, building respectful and va- building respect and values for everyone. So. What I love about that is with the title holders, they really promote and encourage their title holders to speak to different schools and classrooms about how to be kind, how to be respectful, how to be loving um, individuals. And I think that's so great because bullying is something that happens all across the country and all across the world. And by having title holders and pageant girls speak about it, especially the kids who are so young, I think really great creates a great foundation to a lot more kinder and a lot more beautiful future as well do you like the fact that you are in a pageant that's focusing on uh uh contestants that are going to college do you, does that do you like the idea that you're going to be surrounding yourself with really well educated contestants and they specifically have to be going to school to qualify oh definitely i think so i think that with Collegiate America, what makes it so great, exactly what you said, is you're surrounded by uh, collegiate girls who are so driven, who are so accomplished. And what better way than to be able to celebrate that? I think that a lot of times, especially in society, is that they think that with beauty, it doesn't come with brains. Or with brains, it doesn't come with beauty. And I think that with Miss Collegiate America, what makes it so exciting is that we're able to show others that beauty and brains can come together. And not only that, but at the same time, you're also with a group of individuals who just love making an impact in their communities as well. So you bounced around. So you did collegiate, was the Florida representative, but then you went and you won your national title with United USA National Miss, and then you went back to collegiate. Is that, is that, is that what happened? Yes. Uh, okay. So, right. Yes. So what was um, the thought behind that? Um, were were the pageants not aligned and um, you decided to jump over and and try to compete for um, the United States National Miss? Um, So my sister was actually, so at that very same time in uh, 2016, my sister actually won USA National Miss Teen. And at that very same moment, so with her experience, she had an amazing time with that system. And we just became really close with the directors, and I was able to really see just how amazing and fun it was. And I believe I was supposed to age out of it pretty soon, so I wanted to make so I wanted to make sure that during the next eligibility that I had, that I wanted to try it. And it just so happened that I won. And now with the Miss Collegiate America organization, I absolutely loved my experience with them. I loved nationals. I loved the directors. I loved the message and the um, the values that it had. So I wanted to come back. To me, that organization is something that's so amazing. And in fact, what actually is something that's really cool about it is that with Miss USA Sarah Summers, we have Miss America Savvy Shields, and also with the current Miss America 
um, Camille Schreier, they actually also tried and they were they actually competed in the Miss Collegiate America organization. So with that, that organization as a whole uh, still has so much bearing. It really does create a great foundation for our future title holders. And to me, it was an opportunity that I didn't want to pass. Do you think that people that want to compete for USA specifically should try collegiate as a good um, testing ground because their systems are, are, are so alike? So I think that definitely is a great, um, like I guess you can say, testing ground and a great practice for them. But not only with that, I think that there's a lot of different organizations that you can prepare for. To me, practice makes perfect. And that's always something that I'm a firm believer in. So whether um, whatever pageant you're involved in, I want to make sure that you take it and you take it seriously 110%. And you really want to make sure that whatever your end goal is, that you try to make sure that you're preparing and practicing and perfecting every little thing that you can with every experience that you may have. All right. So please, you know, you already let out the, the, the bag. So tell us about your entire experience being a national title holder with USA National Miss 2018. What was that experience? You know, did you feel going into the pageant that, you know, this system was definitely a system that was geared for you? Like what was your, and then how was your year and how, how did you, how did, how did that year go for you? And did you achieve what you wanted to achieve in that year? Yes. So I think that looking back into, I absolutely have no regrets. I loved, loved, loved my year. I think that with my year with USA National Miss, it was a dream reign. I became so incredibly close with all five of my sister queens, their family members, their moms, and with our directors. I absolutely cannot say more positive things about them. These are the very people that I know will be not only be part of my bridesmaids, but at the same time, my junior bridesmaids and my matron of honor. And my year has been incredible. When I say these are my very, very, very best friends, I absolutely cannot um, say that enough. I think that with my year, it really has opened my eyes to what positive, um, with what pageantry and what sisterhood truly has. I think that with them, even right now, I can tell you during this entire phone call, I was receiving notifications on my phone from our group chat, always just checking on with the, uh, checking up on each other, whether we're safe or what events or what organization or what uh, accomplishments we may have. To me, my year with 2018 and um, at UNM really was incredible. And I'm just so thankful that despite all of the awards, amazing prize package that we have, the very best thing that I took from that was the relationships with the sisters, the moms, and the directors. Do you believe that you'd be in the same spot today if you wouldn't have competed in that first pageant and proceeded on winning a national title uh, two years ago? Uh, no, I think that my life experiences would absolutely not be the same if it wasn't for pageants. Pageants, to me, is not just a hobby or a sport, but it really is my life. And I'm so fortunate to be able to have those experiences because if it wasn't that, I wouldn't not only have those life skills, but I wouldn't have the relationships I have right now if it wasn't for pageants. I just wanted to take one extra second and talk about our sponsor of the week, 
Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Production. No matter if you're planning a wedding and you need a wedding videographer, you're doing a music video, or you're doing commercial, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422-3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can go right to their website at mavpp.com. Now let's get right back to this great interview. What did we not talk about that we should highlight and let the listeners know about more about you? All right. So I think that one of the things as well is just my journey and just my, um, my job as a pageant coach. I think that's one of the things that we were able to talk about. I think that with all my experiences as a five-time national title holder, I have had great insight and also at the same time a lot of experiences and things that I've learned, both good and bad through pageants. I've been able to impart to my coaching clients. I've just been so fortunate enough to have so many amazing moms and girls that have trusted me to be able to help pursue their dreams in pageants. Do you uh, do you see that as something that you're going to continue growing into a uh, major business? Um, because you're currently in, uh, going to school for a medical degree. Um, do you see that you're going to um, do uh, pageant coaching uh, full-time, or is it just going to be something you're going to do additional? So it's actually quite funny that you say that, because even if I do go to school, I actually was – I counted my hours the uh, other day, and I actually basically almost full-time. I work almost 40 hours a week through pageant coaching, so, and I've been very fortunate enough to actually pageant plan to actually recognize me as one of the top 10 pageant coaches for uh, 2019. So, to me, I think that um, even if after I already received my doctorate degree and pursue that, I definitely still want to make sure that I do pageants. To me, it's not just about the money or about the time, but I just love it. It's my passion. I love being able to help girls uh, learn and grow and just help and be an aid for them as they pursue their dreams. What are some good can- what are some good candidates um, for you for, 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 for clients? So to me, there's not necessarily any kind of uh, criteria for me to put on someone. As long as you're um, positive, optimistic, and you have that mindset where you don't want to give up, and you're always willing to learn, and you're open to criticism, and you're open to critique, that's definitely go for me. You're breaking up, darling. Can you can you unplug your your earphones and plug it back in? Hello. There we go. You there? Yes. Okay. There we go. Um, it was it was all um modulated. It was all um really uh, breaking up. So can you repeat okay. your comment? Yeah. So to me, there's no specific criteria as long as you are optimistic and you're positive and that you're open to critique and criticism, then absolutely there is nothing stopping us from working together. Where do you see personally yourself? Um, you, you, you didn't sound um, thrilled about USA, even though I think that um, they would die to have you. Ha- are, have you ever considered um, 
going going to the next level and going to uh, America or or um, or to USA um, and doing one of the the super big pageants. So it's definitely been um, one of the options. I mean, my family and I talk about it quite many times, and I know that a lot of people have asked me that very same question. I'm very open to it. I'm actually looking into uh, the Miss USA organization. I just right now I. Currently, my goal and my just organizing the right now is Miss Collegiate America, but I definitely am very open to the Miss USA organization. I'm a huge fan of um, the Universe organization as well as Miss USA, and I love watching and keeping up with their state title holders as, as well as the pageants. It's definitely out of the books, just right now I don't have any plans for it specifically this very same year. Now, with the Universe um, pageant specifically, would you still qualify to compete? Um, in your home country? Uh, yes. So actually, I believe what it is is that you need to just uh, either you were born there or you need a citizenship, I believe, for the uh, Philippines. So that definitely is available there as an option for me. So really, for me, there, for this one, whether it's USA or um, Miss Philippines Universe, whichever route I, I plan on doing definitely is open. It's just a matter of where my life takes me at that time. I mean, just for the experience to do it um, in your home country, your, um, your, your home country, your home, I believe, I'm sure you believe is the United States now, but I mean, the, the country that you were born in to go back and to compete in, and that pageant must be, um, must be um, something that could be a, a huge thrill to perhaps do. Right, exactly. I mean, I think it's so exciting when you're able to represent your home country into anything, which is why actually for when I won my IGM uh, International Judging, it was actually fun fact, but I actually represented Philippines at that time. Oh, so you're already able to. That's awesome. So um, that's already something that is on topical of your mind. Okay, cool. <laughs> yes. Cool. So um, do you... So do you see yourself as a dual citizenship? Do you feel that you you have um, I'm a, definitely a strong tie with now both countries now? Yeah, so with that one, I, I love, to me, the Philippines are always a really special place in my heart. But to the United States, I think that being able to represent either in whatever organization, whatever pageant is something that's so incredible and you need to um, not hold that lightly. So with this one, it makes me excited that I have the opportunity to do either project. But um, I just want to be able to just be 100% sure of what my uh, time is at that moment in my life and definitely know that my heart is there at that moment. Well, you know, it definitely sounds like you are a hard-driven person. Um, all the dedication and hard work you put in has paid off Um I really don't know that many people um, like yourself that have worked so hard and such a short amount of time and achieved so much. So it's definitely um, a great uh, achievement on your part. Um, and I'm not the only person, like you said, re recognizing that. If um, Stephen Rodney at Pageant Planet is recognizing your hard work, clearly other people are seeing it too. So I would encourage you to continue doing that and continue fighting the good fight and continue working hard. 
Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you, Paul. And thank you so much for uh, just being an amazing supporter, a friend, and just being able to bring you on this show. Seriously, it's been incredible. Oh, no, I really appreciate it. I, you know, it's only because of um, great people like yourself that my audience is only getting to be uh, larger. And I, I, I encourage you to um, tell all your listeners to, 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 um, to listen to your episode. And I really do appreciate your time. Thank you so much. And um, if you ever need anything else, please let me know. Oh, I will, of course. <laughs> Thank you so much, Michaela, for coming on the show. I really appreciate hearing your story. It's always, in my opinion, great to having a conversation with a national title holder, but sometimes it's even better to get a national title holder that's like so driven to help other people um, and to take your skills and to help other people is um, incredible and if pageant plant, like I said, is recognizing you, clearly you're on the right path for success. And I hope only the best and good luck at nationals at collegiate. And you know, I I I can I can't think that you're not gonna do well. Um, so we wish you the best and we hope everything um, goes well. Don't forget, everyone, this uh, total focus podcast comes out on Thursdays, uh, twice a month. Um, please like and comment, uh, give us a thumbs, thumbs up or thumbs down, um, negative comments, positive comments. We appreciate any feedback we get about the show. We appreciate you listening to the show. Also, please subscribe on iTunes and on YouTube and don't forget. We also have our movie breakdown, um, podcast, uh, with Yvonne Carlos. Um, Yvonne Carlos is, a, is an actor, and I'm a photographer, videographer, so we have a really good um, back-and-forth uh, Cisco and Ebert kind of um, face-off. So if you like movies, I also encourage you to listen to our movie breakdown, and it's also on this feed. So all you got to do is subscribe to them to the Total Focus feed, and you'll get both the movie breakdown and the Total Focus podcast. So, as always, stay tuned 